in this wide world of sports. Some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing. Born at the Beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Tuesday. Brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company. Born at the Beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. Let's talk some Blazers, shall we? Lots going on. They got a win last night. The trade deadline's around the corner. And uh, joining us now is our friend, our Odyssey brethren, Sean Hyken. And you can subscribe to the Rose Garden Report, the newsletter, the podcast at rosegardenreport.com, uh, at Hyken on Twitter. Coworkers. He's a, he's a co-worker, man. He's <laughs> like, hey, we're like Eskimo bros at this point. This is how it rolls in the Odyssey world. Sean, good morning to you, man. Let's start with last night. They get a win. I know Trey Young didn't play. Dame goes off again. Yeek went out. One of the better offensive nights they've had all year. Defense, that's a different conversation. Uh, how you feeling after last night and what you saw on the floor at the Rose Garden? Well, I mean, I think I think the thing you have to be encouraged by, um, at least in the offensive end, like you said, the defense is kind of a different thing. But they've been a lot better at taking care of the ball lately. There have been a lot more clean games. Like they only had eight turnovers last night. That that hasn't like, we've seen that kind of being an issue throughout the whole season. They'll have you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty-four. I think twenty-four is the season high, but. You know, their turnovers have been kind of, you know, outrageous numbers like that. They've been pretty good lately about keeping those down. So I I, I think that would be something that you would be encouraged by. Obviously, the defense needs to be a lot better. And uh, the rebounding, I think, was also a little bit concerning last night. The Hawks are, I mean, with the, the other the other night when they just got destroyed on the glass against Toronto, like, A, Toronto is one of the best rebounding teams in the league, but then also... They didn't have their two best rebounders, Josh Hart and Yusuf Nurkic. They had both of those guys last night. The Hawks are, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think they're like in the 20s in like the team that gets the most rebounds in the league. And they out-rebounded them. Uh, so that, that, that's, that's a little bit of a concern. But obviously, you know, given the way that the, you know, the January has gone for Portland, you, 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 know, you want to close out the month with a win, and they did that. Well, how do you put into words what we're seeing from Dame? This is, you know, this is all-time stuff for him. I know he's had some runs very similar to this, but he wins Player of the Week. He's averaging 42 points in this span. He goes for over 40 again. He just cannot be stopped right now. How do you put into words what we're seeing with Dame? He just looks comfortable out there. The thing about this, and you know, we kind of said this after the 60-point game the other night, and I think this was actually also true last night when he had 42. It doesn't feel loud like he it's not it's not like he's just going out and just hitting these haymaker you know three pointers where he pulls up from three and just like from half court and 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 it's just and it's just this thing that like sets the entire arena off it just it feels like you know multiple times our you know i i on press row i sit next to our buddy and our our you know your co-worker danny meringue and we'll look up at the box score or like up, up at the scoreboard in the middle of the third quarter and be like when did Dane get 30? Like, it doesn't feel like he's just going off, but you just look up and he's just like accumulating points. And I think a lot of that is just because he's doing it in the flow of the game. He's not doing it in the sense of like, oh, I feel like I have to take over. He's just kind of doing it. And uh, something, you know, one, one thing that I asked him about last night is his finishing at the rim. I, 
he's shooting around, I think, like in the high 60s, he's shooting like 67% in, you know, from zero to three feet from the basket, which is by far the highest percentage he shot in his career from, you know, from basically right at the, at the basket. And he said, you know, being healthy and having that core muscle thing taken care of, this is what, you know, the, this is what that is. It's, it's that he feels a lot more comfortable finishing. He feels a lot more comfortable attacking. And it's, so it's not just that he's just like bombing deep threes that he's putting up these big scoring numbers. He's doing it in a variety of ways now. Yeah. Going 17 to 17 at the free throw line helps a ton too. Sean Hyken is our guest at, at Hyken on Twitter. Go give him a follow the Rose Garden Report, the newsletter, the podcast. Uh, you can check it out at rosegardenreport.com. The, the deadline is coming up and I, fans are eagerly awaiting what, what kind of news we're going to get out of this deal because I think most of us are in the same mindset of like, we didn't expect Portland to win a championship this year. They're not a top three or four team in the West. Should they be better than their record? Yeah, probably. There's some talent on this team. And especially as you're just highlighting the way Damian Lillard is playing as of late, it's like this guy is at an all NBA level again. And it feels like it's the same story again, where he just doesn't have enough help. What are you hearing and how are you feeling about how aggressive Joe Cronin's going to be now in his first trade deadline as the full-time general manager? They're looking at a lot of different things. I, I think there are a few players that I think are extremely unlikely to be traded, and I would put that, you know, I would put that as you know, Jeremy Grant, Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp. I'd put in that category. The only guy that I think is a hundred percent completely off the table is Dane. But other than that, you know, they're they're looking at everything. They're looking at uh, you know the the names that I think are probably the most likely to be moved, or you know, not really that much of a surprise. Josh Hart, Yusuf Nurkic, just for a variety of reasons. I think those are the ones that. It's more likely that we're going to see moved, and you know, it, it 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 it's funny. Like I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be evasive here. I genuinely have not heard a lot as far as names of guys that they've been linked to or guys that they're talking seriously about. I don't know how much of that is that this front office doesn't really leak that kind of stuff the way that a lot of other front offices around the league, like if they're talking to any team about anybody you'll hear about it. The Blazers that, you know, at least this, this current version of it doesn't really operate like that, but also just around the league, like you're just not hearing as much stuff as you are. Now I think that's going to pick up closer to the deadline. Like I do think there's, it's going to be an active deadline and there's going to be some stuff happening, but this far out, we're what nine days, 10 days, something like that out from the deadline, which is next Thursday. And I think part of it is that the standings are so jumbled up and all these teams are so close together. I think the Blazers, I don't have the standings in front of me, but I think they're only, you know, two games out of fourth or three games out of fourth in the West and they're 12th right now. And I think a lot of teams, like there aren't like a clear, you know, delineation of buyers and sellers right now where you know that these teams are going for the lottery, so they're going to just be selling off all their veterans like there usually is this time of year. So many teams feel like they're still in it right now that they're not, you know, if you're going to get any of their guys, you're going to have to give up a lot. And that's, you know, that's usually the case this far out before the deadline. I think in the ne- in the, you know, the next week, and we, you know, once we get to like two, three days before the deadline, things are going to maybe start to get a little bit more serious, but, Right, right now it's kind of quiet, but I do, I do know that the Blazers are behind the scenes are talking about a lot of things and looking at a lot of things. Shauna, it's not that Dame playing this level surprises anybody. I think in that organization, Joe's been around his whole career. He's he's seen what Dame is capable of, and you mentioned the surgery and him feeling a lot better physically. And this is the output you get. But I, 
I guess I would ask, like, he's at that he's at that point in his career that is always the most exciting for me when you get a veteran player of his caliber where it feels like he he's unlocked it all. He knows when to get buckets. He knows how to get buckets. You can't really do much about it. And to me, it's more about what's around him in terms of what the win-loss record is than it is him himself. Do you think that this level of productivity has maybe changed? I know this organization isn't leaking anything, but do you think that this team is recalibrating or rethinking about the way to navigate the future? Because he told us early, hey, you know, I'm doing the the balancing act of youth and, and trying to win. And that's that's not always easy. I think it's part of their struggle. And I think teams like Golden State are showing you it's also not easy. Do you think with the way that Dame's played, maybe not so much the deadline, but no matter how this ends this season, the summer, we might see some pretty big surprising moves from Portland given what we thought coming into this year. I haven't gotten the impression that the last two weeks, good or bad, you know, good with, you know, the, the way Dame has been playing bad with, you know, how many losses they've been taking in games they probably should have won. I haven't gotten the sense that anything has really changed about what the Blazers are or are not looking to do. I think it's unlikely they do anything big at the deadline, mostly just because they owe that first round pick to Chicago through 2028. And so right now it would be pretty difficult for them to do anything using draft capital. And that's where you would be talking about like, you know, the name that's kind of thrown around, probably the biggest name that's getting thrown around is like possible to trade is OG and Obi. That's somebody that the Blazers has looked at in the past over the summer. They talked pretty seriously with Toronto about him. I think Toronto is at, if they move at the deadline, they're looking at trying to get multiple first round picks back. The Blazers aren't really in a position right now where they can offer that without doing some stuff with the protections on those picks, which I don't know how smart that would be to do at the deadline, considering how close they are to the line of either being in the lottery or being in the playoffs. I don't, so I don't think they're going to do anything big at the deadline. It's going to be a lot of incremental stuff. It's going to be probably just swapping out hard and, you know, maybe nerf to, you know, I'm I'm hesitant to even throw names out there, even though it's kind of obvious that those are the two guys that are the most likely to be moved, but it's going to be swapping out those types of guys for other supporting players that maybe make more sense positionally. That's kind of more what I would, now I could be wrong. There could be something big that falls into their lap unexpectedly, but Hmm. where it stands right now, that's kind of what I would expect to happen in the next nine days. And then I, I do think eventually there is going to be some kind of all in, you know, the Blazers traded, you know, significant, you know, supporting player and multiple future first round picks and swaps for a legitimate co-star X for, for Dane. Like th- that's going to happen at some point. I think that's going to happen more likely at the deadline or at, at this off season or next deadline than it is this deadline. I think this, 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 you know, the next 10 days is going to be more like incremental stuff. Hmm. Well, getting a seven-footer that understands that he is a seven-footer and plays like a seven-footer would be a step in the right direction for me. Last one for you, Sean. Uh, anything there on Jeremy Grant not signing the extension yet? What, what do we know about that? I would have been surprised if he'd signed it because he, you know, and he, he, you know, the, the, the deal that he's eligible for now is uh, four years, 112, which, you know, that's what's that 28 a year. He's probably outplayed that this off season or this season rather. And I think it's going to be one of, I would, I 
don't think there's going to be anything there for anybody to worry about. I think it's just he's outplayed that number. If he waits six months, he can get, you know, more money and also potentially more years. They could go to a fifth year. I would expect it's going to be one of those deals like Anthony Simons' deal this past uh, year where it's 12.01 on June 30th and you get the Woj tweet or the Sham tweet or whoever ends up breaking it that they agreed to a deal. It's going to be one of those ones where, like, they didn't trade for him to let him walk. And from everything I know, he's very happy here. He likes it here. He likes playing with Dane. He likes uh, his teammates. He likes the city. He likes the organization. Uh, I I don't think there's going to be any drama with him resigning. It's just it's going to if he waits six months, he can get a little bit more money and maybe an extra year. I I think that's all that is. Okay, great stuff. Sean Hyken at Hyken on Twitter. We'll give him a follow. Is the Rose Garden Report RoseGardenReport dot com. You can catch his Rose Garden Report podcast right here on the Odyssey app and uh, give subscribe for the newsletter and all the information you need on the Portland Trailblazers. Sean, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks for the insight. Let's catch up again here soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on.